This is Teen Quest Live, where we create conversations about youth culture, parenting, and issues facing teenagers in today's world. Here's our host, Mark Witt. Who has the responsibility to educate children? The parents? The teacher? The government? Do my children belong to the government? Has the government taken over higher education? Why the big push for everyone to attend college? Are schools government indoctrination institutions? What does the Bible say about training our children? Today I'm going to talk about who should be responsible to educate our children on this edition of Teen Quest Live. Since 1976, Teen Quest has been on the cutting edge of reaching a world of teenagers for Christ. Teen Quest's mission is to share Christ with students throughout the world through mission ventures, special events, teaching, music drama productions, personal evangelism, and camping at the Teen Quest Ranch. Teenagers from all backgrounds and locations come to the Teen Quest Ranch in the Laurel Highlands throughout the year for a camping experience that is second to none. Students come from different parts of the world to the Teen Quest Ranch. Lots of activities from horseback riding, paintball, laser tag, to ATV trails. Summer camps, spring and fall camps, and snow camps are some of the opportunities teenagers will experience at Teen Quest throughout the year. Our goal is to win, disciple, and send teenagers to a world that needs Christ. Go to our webpage, teenquest.org, and check out the great opportunities for students. By the way, help us continue this strong outreach by making a generous donation to Teen Quest. Go to teenquest.org forward slash donate. That's teenquest.org forward slash donate. Together, we can reach a world of teenagers for Christ. Some people believe the government has the obligation to take over the training and the education of our children. Many schools are moving to keep parents from any kind of decision-making for the curricula, library, books, what's taught in the classroom, and the list goes on. You see, it looks like government wants to keep parents out of the education system, and they believe that only the professionals have anything to say. My friend, I don't agree with that. Here's what the president said not too long ago. The president of the United States claiming during the Teacher of the Year ceremony hosted by the White House that school children don't belong to parents. Now listen to this. Quote, when they are in the classroom, they're all our children. And the reason you're the Teacher of the Year is because you recognize that. They're not someone else's children. They're like yours when they're in the classroom. My friend, I don't agree at all with the president. Well, many politicians believe your children belong to the state. As an example, last year during the Virginia governor's race about parental rights, Terry McGaffey, the Democrat, uh, said he didn't believe parents should tell schools what to teach their children. Here's the quote. I'm not going to let parents come in and take out books and make their own decisions. Yeah, I stopped the bill, and I don't think parents should tell teachers what to do. Oh, boy. The now Governor Yunkin noted the importance of parents having to say in what their kids are being taught. He noted the intense fighting in the Fairfax County Public Schools where teachers are under fire for giving students books with explicit sexual encounters between underage boys and adult males. In Loudoun County, outrage over critical race theory and transgender proposals fueled a fire that made national news. You see, my friend, every year the government infringes on our rights. As parents, 
rights of our grandparents, and we've got to stop this intrusion. Our children belong to the parents and not to the teachers or not to the government. It's not a village. It's a parent that's in charge. Well, another interesting fact, the government has taken over higher education. For instance, in 2010, the Department of Education, under the Obama administration, took over the banks 100% of the time in lending for higher education. You see, students before that time had could choose a private bank to be a lender, but that is not the case today. Uh, they only have one choice, and that's the government choice. Now, why should the, should the schools push college on every kid? Public school administrators and teachers are, are doing their best to, uh, to push students to college, and that's the only option. Well, they're saying they must fall in line and receive their federal government loan given out like candy. Students will now go into debt tens of thousands of dollars while the colleges have dramatically increased their tuition every year. After graduation, many of these students will not find any kind of good jobs, and they'll be indebted to the government to pay off those big student loans for many years to come. How many people you know have these tremendous loans from the government? Today, the government has control over millions of college graduates because of these tremendous handouts. You see, I don't believe every student should go to college. I believe many can go to trade schools, and, and, uh, and these are many different kind of viable options. Now, what about the government indoctrination institutions that I call? Today, many, are, many in the high schools and colleges are simply government indoctrinational institutions to brainwash our students to a worldview that's contrary to our family values. Listen to this. Many of these institutions are pushing socialism, abortion on demand, the LGBTQ celebration, and the attack on the traditional family. Progressives today are changing the nation to a liberal ideology by indoctrinating the youth of America through the school systems. Well, many schools are intentionally changing curriculum to teach this left-wing ideology. And, and, uh, and, of course, they will graduate these kids and they will go out and do the same, teach the same to other students. You see, these institutions of higher learning are now funded by the federal government's student loan program. My friend, even Christian colleges who participate in the federal student loan program could find themselves compromising if they want to receive those funds for those students. What does the Bible say about training our children? The Bible's clear that parents have the primary responsibility to teach our children. Moses said to the Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 7, 6, verse 4, I should say, as they prepare to enter the promised land, quote, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words, which I am commanding you today, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall talk with them when you sit on your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. He goes on to say that you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. You see, Parents are responsible to train up a child in the way he should go and not the public school teacher or even the Christian school teacher. Unfortunately, listen to this, many parents place their children in even a Christian school with the idea that it's now the teacher's responsibility to educate or train their children. 
Now, the teacher can be an extension of you, but parents, you have the responsibility to educate your children. It's in your hands, not the teacher's hands. Teachers are simply the extension. Now, how do we push back? You see, how do we stop this radical agenda uh, against our Christian values that the world is pushing on us, that the, that the progressives are pushing on us? How do we fight back? I, gotta, I have uh, four suggestions. Number one, vote for state leaders and government leaders who have a biblical worldview. You see, we're, seeing, we're beginning to see the light in the middle of the darkness in America. Recently, it's interesting, the Florida State Senate passed the Parents' Right in Education Bill that prohibits primary school teachers from talking about sexual orientation with children starting at pre-K through the third grade, signed by Governor DeSantis. Opposition to this bill has put the media and the left in a tizzy because they know how important it is to indoctrinate little children with their radical worldview. The second thing you can do is become a school board member. You see, there's a big push today for strong Christian believers to become public school board members who have a strong Christian worldview. If more committed Christians would infiltrate our local public school boards, we could see a big change in America, and we could we could have a, a tremendous impact. Probably this is probably one of the most most important things that could happen, and many of you listening right now could get involved. The third thing we could do to push back is focus on young people. History shows us that great Christian revivals in the past began when young people turned to God. In the 1730s, young John and Charles Wesley began to meet together in England to pray and learn from the scriptures as the group known as the Holy Club formed. A young man known by the name of George Whitfield joined the club, and together these men were lightning rods for the first great awakening from 1726 to 1756 that had a huge spiritual impact on England and here in America. You see, these young men had a great influence on our founding fathers and the worldview of our nation. You see, when God reaches young people, we see churches, communities, and nations radically change for God. And the fourth thing you could do is pray for godly families. We believe the family is the most basic institution designed by God. You see, when Christ is in the center of our families, other institutions, including the church, will become strong. My friend, if you're listening today, what can we do about all this? What can we do? What can we say? Well, we have got to take action. Because when we sit around and do nothing, uh, then the world takes over. And I believe that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We've got to make changes today, and we've got to stand for truth, for righteousness. If you have any comments or questions concerning today's message, please write me here at quest at teenquest.org. That's quest at teenquest.org. Or you can call our toll-free number, 1-800-288-TEEN. That's T-E-E-N, 1-800-288-TEEN. Also... If we can be of any help to you at all, get your kids involved in our camps. We have summer camps, fall, spring, and winter snow camps. It's an exciting place, the Teen Quest Ranch, 140 acres of fun and spiritual development for young people. Now go to our website, teenquest.org, 
forward slash camps, and you have a, a big variety of different opportunities for young people to get involved. And adults. We're looking for adult volunteers as well. We have camps for all ages as well. Well, thank you for listening to this program. This is Mark Witt. Have a great day.